Dark save for light being cast from the big TV screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning. Hey, George. Hey, Lions. How's it going? It's going good. I, uh, I've been looking forward to playing this game for a while, um, partially because I have some exciting nostalgia goggles for it. But uh, also because, like, I have a vendetta against games that try to, like, challenge me. Mm. So, yeah, it's I, I've seen through the way that you move through the universe that you do not care for being challenged, you know, like, no, people I mean, should know better. But, <laughs> but, but what happened in this specific case is I was like, hey, um, I want to play Sonic Spinball for the the next game. This is, I don't know, six months ago as of the time of this recording. And you were like, yeah, dude, totally. And then I went off to play my copy of it because I'm an old Sonic nerd from way back, right? So, like, I didn't lay around. And then after, like, a week, you were like, I um, I thought I had this game in my collection, and I don't. And like an idiot, it didn't occur to me to just say, oh, surely Sega has released this on like every modern console because they don't make consoles anymore and you don't have to go find a cartridge. You could just get it in like for the Switch or the PlayStation or f- probably for freaking calculators at this point. And <laughs> and I didn't think to give you that advice until like this time when I was like, I want to mm-hmm. play Sonic Spinball. You need to go out and purchase Sonic Spinball. Here is an easy way to do that. And so uh, we finally are playing Sonic Spinball, which is super exciting. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, no, you like I remember just, you know, saying like, I don't dude, I don't have Sonic Spinball. And you're like, are you absolutely sure? And like, and if I remember correctly, I sent you a picture of my collection, like, like alphabetized. And I'm like, do you, do you see Sonic <laughs> Spinball? And you're like, N- n- no. And I'm like, well, then I <laughs> Because it's it's one of those things, and and if we're just going to get into a tangent, let's just do it right off the top. <laughs> it's very interesting about like the way that we because like you know it's a knee jerk to say like I don't have thing A. It's like are you sure? And it's like do you want me to check again? Like there's a very finite number of things I can be looking at, and it's like really I really thought that you had that, and it's just like you're you're basically exclaiming like disbelief, but it does kind of come across as like no, I'm not. I'm not I'm not so incompetent that like <laughs> I can't look at like 17 things and say like this this is uh, the the one thing we're looking for is not a subset of the 17 things I am looking at. Yeah. Well, and especially, you know, I I I feel like I would recognize a blue hedgehog running away from a round egg man, right? It, it's not like I'm looking yeah. for a specific kind of screw in a giant bowl of screws from different projects in my garage it's like it this thing is distinct and actually yeah. speaking of which um so this you know i, I was doing my little uh, like little tiny bit of show notes we do and i was like oh you know november 1993 like that feels about right like i would have actually thought yeah. like a year or two later but i was like no i guess that feels about right it's just that i like i went back to this game a lot in my childhood um but here's what i disagree with uh what is the name of this game? I mean, I'm going to say Sonic Spinball, but I feel like that's wrong. It's Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. And here's the thing. 
in the Wikipedia article, because this is like the closest we get to doing research, right? In the mm-hmm. Wikipedia article, it says Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball, commonly abbreviated to Sonic Spinball. And I was like, because that's what it's called. Like, yeah. If you look on the box art, and I mean, I know you had to get it for the Switch, right? So, like, if you look at the original box art, or even on the cartridge where it's way smaller, it's Sonic Spinball, and the Hedgehog is, like, Mm. it's vertical, and it's, like, scrunched in there. It's like, why? Why did you? Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball sounds dumb. Sonic Spinball still sounds kind of dumb, but it's, like, a little bit less dumb to where it's, like, forgivable. And it's just, like... I, I had this moment of crisis because I was like, I'm going to have to type the name of this game into our our you know website for the podcast. I'm going to have to put it on the file. I'm we, We're still running the YouTube channel. I'm going to have to put it over there. And I was like, I don't... I don't want to put the wrong name, but no one on earth has ever called this game Sonic the Hedgehog. It's, it's literally the reason that you're saying all of this just to like justify it so that way we don't get like um actually in in the comments, you know, where people are just kind of like like really, <laughs> you know, like like Sonic the Hedgehog spinball, that's just a dumb thing to call. It's like, no, that 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 is actually the name. And it does Ugh. sound like um you know, something from like Parks and Rec where, you know, like like John Ralphio, you know, says like like, you know, like he does like this huge rhyme and then he ends it on the off rhyme. It just sounds like like, you know, somebody walking up to you and saying, you know, have you have you played Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball? It's like, oh, yeah, Sonic Spinball. It's like, yes. Yeah. So when I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball and you're like, <laughs> why? Why do you keep saying that? It's like, oh, well, that's that's the actual name. It's Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. No, like I would I if you not for you prefacing this and you, you miss out, I would have slapped at you that you know yeah no but i wouldn't do that to you because it feels like cheating right (laughs) (laughs) like it it is it would be a sad slap like you would like slap me but like you you would slap me but somehow your face would hurt you know like yes my my, the face of my heart would hurt because (laughs) it's it's not fair it's it you know what it is it's like going up to someone who is maybe not american since americans now think this is very funny to say this but it's like going up to someone and being like hey you know that big green guy with the bolts in his neck what's his name and they'd be like frankenstein you'd be like ah it's frankenstein's monster you're so stupid right like it's it's that kind of like yeah you're technically correct but you know what he's frankenstein this is sonic spinball what are your nostalgia goggles for this game Uh, my nostalgia goggles for this um all right, this is just definitely one that I played on and off throughout just being a kid. I, I definitely own this one. And uh, yeah, it was it was just a great game to because for me personally, I was and still am terrible at it. Um, <laughs> it. It was a really great one to play with like friends because your cycle time wasn't that long, you know, before you die. So well, but if your friend is good at it, their cycle time is hours. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But we were all terrible at it. So, you know, we would just like plug it in and just I don't think we ever got past level one. In fact, I'm pretty confident that we didn't because when I got to level two, I was like, oh, (laughs) this is kind of cool. And then got really frustrated as like my my skill wall. I hit a hard skill wall and and then and then promptly gave up. But uh, but yeah, so that that was that was my nostalgia. This, This was basically the equivalent of a coin op for us where we had like 50 cents to our names so yeah and i mean we'll we'll get to how unforgiving the game is in that respect but um i mean it's pinball game like it's it's sonic themed but it has more in common with pinball games than 
not right um yes yeah but which were actually illegal for a little bit back in the yeah, in the u.s back they, in like the early 1900s they were considered gambling do you actually do you know how yeah. that got overturned uh no actually so it's a it's it's kind of a like almost ridiculous story like i'm sure there's a lifetime original movie about this somewhere but uh this this guy i don't know if he owned a place that had like an arcade that had pinball machines or something but he went into the court and said if this was a game of chance then i wouldn't be able to determine my outcome and the judge was like yes that's what a game of chance is and he was like so if I can play this pinball machine in front of you and call all of my shots, then it's not a game of chance because I am determining what is happening through skill, not through luck. And the judge was like, that stands to reason. So they brought a pinball <laughs> machine into a court in New York, and this guy literally played pinball in a courtroom in front of a judge to prove it was a skill game and not a gambling game. And then, and then it was funny because like, like there was this musician like up in the, in the gallery and he said like, that is just amazing. And then, you know, somebody leaned over to him and said, you know, he's deaf, dumb, and blind too. And he's like, man, that deaf, dumb, and <gasps> blind kid sure plays a mean pinball. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> just going to end the episode. No. Okay. I'm going to derail the episode to tell you a story. Oh. Sweet, sweet. Okay. We haven't even gotten your nostalgia experience yet, man. No, no. And and that's the great tragedy of the story I'm about to tell you. Because for literally two weeks now, since we decided we were going to play this game for the episode, I I was like, you know what? Very early on, George is going to have to ask me what my nostalgia experience is. And I wonder how much of the opening of Pinball Wizard I can get through. <laughs> <laughs> before he stops me because i nice. i even had a way like a clever way i was gonna wrap it up because i was like if he lets me get all the way through to that deaf dumb and blind kid it's almost the exact right number of syllables to say that dr robotnik sure plays mm -hmm. a mean spinball and i was like I, nice. I have been dreaming about this for days uh, dude i'm, I'm kind of <laughs> sad that i robbed you of it like well, th you know what? It's fine because the fact that you made that joke means you would have immediately caught me, right? Because yeah. the first yeah, line is, ever since I was a young man, I played the silver ball. And you would have been like, that's the opening to Pinball Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I would have, right when you said, like, I played the silver ball. Like, I mean, we, we, we played a lot of rock play band and that was one of our go-tos. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. No, I mean, anyways, what was your actual nostalgia experience? <laughs> um, <laughs> So this was a Sonic game, which means I owned this game because uh, I didn't have a huge library as a child, but I filled it with Sonic games. Um, I remember this game being really hard, but also super short. There's only four levels, right? So mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's super short. But if you ever get to see any of them. <laughs> well, that's the thing is because it plays more like a pinball game than like a platformer. There aren't tons of extra lives laying around and continues and stuff, right? Like when you die, you're done. So you get your, yep. your three balls. And then if you haven't gotten enough points to earn another, another Sonics, um, then you're done. So I, I remembered this game being super hard, but like, you know, through sheer nerve and perseverance, like getting through and stopping Dr. Robotnik. 
but I don't have a lot of memories of that. What I have are a lot of memories of the first level. So, so I'm pretty confident that what happened is a handful of times I like muscled through the game just because it was like important to me that I beat it. But that most of the time that I sat down to play it, I was basically just playing the first level on repeat, right? Maybe the first two levels on repeat, because when I got to the third level on this playthrough, I was like my like reference file for this level is noticeably thinner, right? Like the first time Harry uh, in the Harry Potter books goes to um, uh, what's his name? The, the like groundskeeper guy like goes to his office and he's got like all the five Willie. What? Groundskeeper. Groundskeeper Willie. Willie, Yes. (laughs) The, the first time uh, Harry gets off of the Starship Enterprise and goes to Groundskeeper mm-hmm. Willie's office to, to, to claim the one true ring, <laughs> he, he sees from Dumbledore Calrissian. He, he sees all the files for like all the kids who've gotten in trouble. And uh, the Weasley twins have an entire drawer dedicated to themselves, right? They do the same thing in The Simpsons, actually, where Bart has an entire drawer dedicated, right? Because it's a simple visual gag. But, like, that's how it felt, is, like, the first level had an entire drawer of memories. And then the second level had, like, most of a drawer. And then the third level had, like, a couple of, you know, faded photographs and some hastily scrawled handwritten notes. (laughs) looked like the uh like a an old espionage folder from like the 60s from the birth of the cia you know like just yeah, a lot of paper like, clips and stamps <laughs> but uh but yeah so um top of the hour visuals yeah so i i struggled writing my notes for this part because uh i was trying to be a good uh criticizer and critique the visuals also a fantastic linguist yes uh, my second hobby. Um, but I, I, I wanted to... to be fair, you're better at it than your first. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you suck at everything is what I'm saying. I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to critique the visuals on their merit, but this game was... It was either designed or published by a different company or a different part of Sega or something, which is why Sonic doesn't look right because he doesn't look right. He looks really not right. And everything yeah. else in the game universe is very early 90s Sega. There's a lot of grunge. There's a lot of um, things that look just kind of like wet and dirty and rusty and crappy. And I actually really appreciate that about Sega games because they weren't afraid to go for that like 90s grunge look whereas nintendo was more like bright solid colors like you know more more sunday comics and and those are both good but like i appreciate that sega was like no we're not gonna try and imitate nintendo we're gonna go way over here and so the game because looks Sega does what nintendo that's right they do <laughs> genesis looks dirty and gross that's not a great tagline al i think you need to work that workshop that some more uh, but they, uh, they they had this look, right? You can look at a game and you can basically immediately identify it as a Genesis game. And this game looks like a Genesis game, but Sonic specifically looks wrong. He looks so wrong. And I just, 
because he's in your face the entire time, you're dealing with that for the entire time. The only redeeming quality is that most of the time he's in a ball, so you don't notice how wrong his proportions are, how wrong he moves, like his stopping animation is wrong, his ducking animation is wrong, like everything just, it looks like fan art, right? Because the, mm-hmm. the quality of the art is not bad, but it that is not what Sonic looks like. So... I like the graphics, but I hate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 odd to kind of compare it to fan art because I don't think there's a whole lot of Sonic fan art out there. No, really definitely not on Deviant Art, and you should definitely yeah. not Google that on your work computer. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> while while your boss uh, while, while describing to your boss this uh, awesome podcast that you listen to. <laughs> um. Yes. No. And, and I'm glad that you said something because like. For me, not being the huge Sonic fan, maybe it was fan, that you are, um, I didn't, like, it felt, to me, it felt uncanny, you know? Where, like, I wouldn't, wasn't able to point to it and be like, no, Sonic, Sonic looks wrong. It's just like, it just seemed, you know, where I was just kind of like, this, eh, that looks a little different. Yeah, it's probably just me. It was like, kind of like being in a horror film with like the uncanny <laughs> where I was, quicker to doubt myself than i was to doubt that sonic looked weird or wrong because i was like that looks weird ah no it's probably just a trick of the light you know (laughs) and then like sonic turns into it and eats me well it's the the children's doll that's haunted and you're like Mm -hmm. man that children's doll certainly should not look that way (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and so um uh Basically, one of the things I have for for visuals is, you know, um, and I don't know if this belongs in visuals, but, you know, is it somebody said like, oh, man, we we need a new Sonic game. What what are we going to do? It's like, well, Sonic's in a ball all the time. You, you want to do like a, a pinball game? It's like, that, that is a good pitch, Al. Like, let's go with that. And also, thanks for showing up for the second joke. You're doing a lot of legwork in this particular <laughs> podcast, and I appreciate it. Um, but, but, and I, and I, and I wrote that down as like that, that makes sense visually. Cause like, you know, like, like they would like look at it and say like, ah, okay. You know, like it makes sense. But then I thought about it. I was like, no, no, they just, they just realized they, when they play tested Sonic two and saw how much time people spent <laughs> on the casino nights level where there was a small pinball mini game and that like people sunk their lives into it to the point where I am confident in Sonic two, I died on that level several times because I ran out of time. Yeah. They were like, what we, we could probably make a game around this, which actually uh, to tie it back to an earlier tangent, um, that pinball game was gambling because when you bounce off the flippers, it pushes you mm-hmm. into what is essentially a slot machine. Yes. So yeah, yeah, that one would not have gotten past the, that judge in new york <laughs> no no it would not have because you know you're 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 paying to enter but it's 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 random chance it's almost like a like a loot box you know but <laughs> as long but actually legally as long as you can't pay it back out for legal tender then it's not gambling oh, jesus um no i i think <laughs> you you're probably not wrong um because to say that anything that is a ball could therefore be a pinball is not a reasonable, right? Like nobody looks at an apple right. or a beach ball or soccer ball and is just like, oh man, this makes me think of pinball. A sphere is right. a fairly common shape in nature because of how gravity works. So exactly. Right. right. Yeah. And, and I mean, and that's, that's how we test physics experiments is with spherical cows in a vacuum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
I know that reference, but it's still so freaking obscene. <laughs> it's just right. like, but anyway, like I, you're probably not mistaken that someone thought like, oh, isn't it funny? Because like Sonic's like in a ball all the time. Like we can have like little pinball flippers in the casino night level. And then somebody else was probably like, I would do this all the time. I'd make a whole game that was like this. And then someone else was like, would you play a whole game like this if Sonic looked hideous? And they were like, well, I'd rather not. Well, he's going to. And somehow that's <laughs> how they shipped it. But the yep. visually, like I do, I'm, I'm going to keep complaining about how he looks, but like there's super high level of detail, right? Like everything looks really good. The backgrounds are like super detailed. Like they didn't phone in any of the visuals and make it look like an arcade machine, right? Like it's still, even though you are playing pinball, it still feels like you're in a world, like you're in some kind of gigantic pinball structure, not that mm -hmm. it's a pinball that they painted blue, right? And I think that matters right. to the overall feel of the game. Yeah, no, I think that they kept the, the, they did a good job layering the Sonic aesthetic on top of the pinball mechanic, you know, which is that, you know, the, there was no point where I was just like, I am, well, <laughs> there was no point during the main gameplay where I was like, I am just playing pinball. It didn't feel like I was in an arcade playing like a pinball game that was like Sonic or like, I remember, you know, when you go to like the arcade and there'd be like the Terminator 2, the pinball game or oh, whatever, yeah, yeah. There's you know, Star Trek and Lord of the Rings. There's actually a Mario pinball game. There probably is a yeah. Sonic pinball game somewhere. Yeah, so it didn't feel like that. It did feel like, you know, you were Sonic in the thing, except for when you played the bonus level in between levels when you actually, and that blew my mind a little bit. So in the level <laughs> in between the levels, you are Sonic playing a pin, an actual pinball game. That is Sonic-themed. Like, yeah, that is Sonic-themed. <laughs> so that did feel like playing a Sonic-themed pinball game within a Sonic-themed pinball game. And that broke me a little bit. Like, I think that that's kind of why I couldn't get past stage two, because after that, I was like, I don't even know. I, I feel like pinball Serpico. Like, I just I'm in too deep and I don't <laughs> know like who I am anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing is, and, and I'm, I'm on the fence about whether we should talk about this in mechanics or visuals, but I'm going to at least bring it up now. And it, we will probably end up coming back to it in mechanics, which is uh, this game. It, it, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna shoot from the hip. But I feel like technically, like technologically, the entire game is in memory all the time. Because mm -hmm. if you move too quickly, or if there's one too many sprites on the screen, because everything looks wet and shiny and slimy, and there's just animations constantly happening, everything is moving all the time. The frame rate for this game just grinds to a near halt. Right. And and the hit detection is like not amazing. So and because the frame rate is so bad, sometimes like you can clearly see parts of Sonic like passing through walls or passing through the flippers, and it's it doesn't look good. Like it's it makes the game way harder to play mechanically, but it also looks terrible, which is hmm. really frustrating because I my guess is that the entire stage has to be in memory all the time because of how quickly you can move from like one end of the stage to the other. Right. Whereas like in a platformer, you're not likely to just suddenly be at the last, you know, 20 feet of the stage when you just loaded the level. So they can kind of like lazy load stuff in. But in this, 
you can like there's warps and there's you know sometimes the flippers just send you flying and there's like some of the stages are like really tall and narrow so you can actually literally physically travel almost the entire length of the stage and just every time the the frame rate would like slow to a crawl I was just like uh, uh, and then I would die because it's like catching up with itself and oh this is actually an interesting question because you played it on the switch um they fix any of that because on the original cartridge yes. it's broken as hell yeah and that's that's actually what i was gonna say is i was like i didn't experience any of that garbage oh, so God. they must have yeah they must have updated it because i actually felt that it was pretty clean and responsive you know I, and and it, and it's interesting because i remember everything you're saying is true because i i know the music for this level you know like the first level it's like do 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 do, do and I remember that going like do 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 like I can remember that music too, yeah. which would yeah, be the, when the, the frame rate's <laughs> grinding to to a halt. So I'm like, the fact that I can so clearly hear that 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 music like slowly dilating out. I'm like, ooh, yeah, not that sounds right. Yeah. Although uh, you should know, you were definitely just singing the Casino Night music, and I will slap at you on that. <laughs> no, no, I'm really sure you're right on that one. Uh, anyways, but, but no, yeah. but you, um, yeah, you're right. It, it's and and this is this leads me to believe that for technological reasons, they were like, okay, we need a lot more data to be in memory all the time than we would normally do, and the Genesis just kind of can't handle that. But then, because you're playing it on disproportionately more powerful hardware right many generations later it's like oh this is how they envisioned the game playing <laughs> well and also too you could just always get a sega mega drive you know get the sega mega drive you know the thing that fits in the thing and then you put the thing other thing in the thing you know <laughs> you know <laughs> i do this sega, sega mega drive i do it's, it's super i do miss the popular. era of uh, plug things into other things and then put those things into the first thing like yep right because that, that's how like oh i have a computer that's only got usb but i have a ps2 mouse and it's like oh we'll put this thing on the thing before you put it into that thing or like oh man this game's really hard okay we'll put put the game into this game genie thing like clamp it in there and then put that contraption into the super nintendo <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. Put 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 the game genie on top of the Nintendo cartridge, and then shove all of that in, <laughs> and then shove, and then push it down a little, and then shove something else in there to keep it halfway down because that's how you get it to work, yep. right? Because everybody had their own little voodoo to get the NES to work. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm confident that if you had played it on the proper console, the Sega Mega Drive, then <laughs> I'm just imagining some designer thinking like the way. Uh, like like a, a grand architect of an ancient civilization might think like they're designing sonic spinball and they're like not today but one day <laughs> one day people Someday. will will see my vision as i dreamed it <laughs> uh and that's and that's what actually happened with the the mayan calendar was when when sonic <laughs> spinball could be played in, in all its glory Actually, you're um, only off by a couple of years. <laughs> but uh, not, not bad for the Mayans. But anyways, um, the, the one other little visual note that I had, which was uh, 
that I know what they were trying to do, and I think that they failed. <laughs> where it's they've got the little like text and stuff scrawling atop it across the top, right? And that is super not helpful, you know. But it's because it's trying point, to be. It's trying. <laughs> it's trying so hard to be the hero, and it's just failing so miserably. I mean, it is. It is man of stealing fa- failing that, you know, like. <laughs> you like that anyway so uh but but no so so because basically at one point i was like what what am i where where, where do i go what do i do and it was like it, it just like i saw this thing flash across the screen i was like wait what and then i saw it flashing i'm like oh it's 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 telling me rapid quickly as it flashes across the screen intermittently when also relaying to me my score in a game where I am very rarely looking at it because it requires me to be constantly looking at the screen. Yeah. No. And and they further Skinner box you because it's, uh, they also put like jokes up there. So like you'll go Mm -hmm. through a little warp and it's like sewer warp. And then there's like the little, the little sewer (laughs) warp thing. There's like a little tongue animation. Like it ate you and it's like, ha ha. But they 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 teach you right like the poor rat pushing the button just desperately trying to get food over and over they they teach you that you need to look up there for the information sometimes but who knows when right so then you either have to build the skill of constantly darting your eyes up there every time you see it flash which frankly is unreasonable because right. it's a pinball game there shouldn't be it, it's a perfect information game. Like pinball is a game where you should have all of the information you need to play the game of pinball, but because there are objectives you have to accomplish to get to the boss and then defeat the boss. Sometimes it's like, Oh, you need to go over here or like, Oh, you need to press this button to make this door open so that you can go to get the chaos emerald, which will unlock the boss room. Right. It just, there needed to be, the little box of scrolling text should have been score and jokes. And then when you needed to go somewhere, they should have done like the final fight style, like finger pointing, like a big white mm-hmm. Sonic glove, right? Cause everything's very dark and grody. So like a big floating white Sonic glove that like was like this way moron, like that would have right. been a really non distracting, almost impossible to miss way to guide you. And, Knowing what to do is not what makes pinball hard, right? Like, it's not like, oh, I don't know where to go. And that's why pinball is a difficult game. Even knowing like, oh, I need to do this like crazy trick shot. That's what's hard is actually executing. So why obscure the information of what you need to do to proceed through the level? Because there is a kind of story. So why obscure that information by putting it where the score is, which you don't really care about and where the jokes are, which you can choose to ignore while you were flying all over the place at four frames per second. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And like, I have many complaints in my notes about this specific thing. So I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah, no, it just, it was just something where I was just, I was like, man, and I get that, you know, there's, there's the, I guess we could, it, it there, we will need a better full name for this but for right now there's you know like like a spectrum between you know giving you information so passively that it's basically like you're not getting the information at all and so actively to the point where you know it's like taking the game almost away from you you know it's like the game's like mothering you so let's just call it the the spin ball to navi spectrum you know <laughs> and like 
So you know, which you is funny because I was gonna, I was thinking like the most handholdy games are the modern Zelda games minus Breath of the Wild. So yeah, mm-hmm. using Navi as the extreme end of that spectrum, I think is apropos. <laughs> yeah. So. So the spinball Navi spectrum, like you don't you, you want to like fall somewhere in the middle where you're feeding enough information. And and just like um, God and Futurama, you know, when you do things right, people shouldn't be sure you've done anything at all. And this game. Well, I mean, I felt like it wasn't doing anything at all. So it got that <laughs> part right. But yes. it, like there were definitely times where I was like, and, and I think that part of the, the frustration for me was there were times when I was trying to achieve bonus goals that i didn't need to achieve you know so i was like which is harder like you know like the the extra stuff is harder to achieve as well it should be but i'm like sitting there like bashing my head in trying to like achieve this specialty thing and i didn't need to be doing that because realistically i just needed to go to this other area and then when i saw that it was flashing across the screen saying like hey go to this other area i was like yeah yeah that's fine that's good yeah and and this is that I think that kind of dovetails into uh, something I noticed is every level has a handful of places where you can stand still. It's flat ground. You come up out of the Sonic ball and you stand there like normal Sonic, right? And the reason that that stood out to me is because occasionally I was like, oh, I don't exactly know where to go, and I kind of want to like think for a second, and. Uh, the reason it, I say it stood out to me for visuals is because I think they could have been lazy and said like, oh, you're never going to be still for very long, right? Like you're going to be mm-hmm. flying all over the damn place at, you know, half of a frame per hour and nobody's ever going to see what the world looks like because they're going to be so concentrated on what is happening, right? And responding to where Sonic is in relation to a few things like the flippers or enemies or Chaos Emerald or the boss, but Actually, they really, and I mean, the reason the frame rate grinds to a halt is because everything is super detailed, like the water and there's like a lot of toxic goo and there's a lot of like electric things in the, the, some of the the later levels in like factory, like those things, like the little sparking animations and the shimmering animations are happening all the time. And the world looks super good. Like if you like that grungy, you know, Sonic nineties aesthetic, like Everything is super, super detailed. Everything looks super awesome. And it it's frustrating that with so much attention to how it looked, they didn't think about using the way it looked to inform, um, what's that thing? Gameplay, where yep. they could have said like, oh, things that give you points will be red or have like a red outline, but things that are like, you must do these to proceed through the level We'll have like a green outline, something, so, or or they'll blink, right? The things that the things that are red are gonna give you, you know, raise your score. But the things that are red and flashing, like you're required to interact with those things because there are things that uh, I would bounce off of at a million miles an hour and die horribly because it wasn't clear until it altered my trajectory that the thing wasn't part of the background or it wasn't uh, something that you would hang on to or swing on to, or that wouldn't just give you points or that was a lever. Like looking at things did not always clearly convey, especially at high speeds did not always clearly convey. Like, can I interact with this? 
do I want to interact with this? Can I interact with this multiple times? Like, can I just keep hitting this over and over and I'll keep getting points? Or is this like a button or a lever? Like, it's just for the amount of detail and love and craftsmanship they obviously put into the artwork to have not gone the next step and thought about how that artwork would actually impact the game you're playing the game this artwork is in just feels like a serious miss yeah no i i I agree i feel like that you know like they had you know like one of the game designers and they were just they just loved the art and so they were just like designing all this art and they're like so uh so al i I love all this artwork you've done have does any of it actually inform gameplay oh no it, it doesn't al oh well all right, you know what? We we we, we got to ship this soon, and and you know you're the only developer on this, so we need you to move on to music just to to get to. So you know that that was a so cha- music that was a champion segue. Thank you. <laughs> just happy with the work that Al and I have done so far today. <laughs> Al's doing a lot of a lot of heavy lifting in this one. Yes, I mean, and you know, knowing that he was the only developer on the artwork explains why Sonic looks like. <laughs> It was rushed through yeah. in 15 minutes and then never reapproached. Exactly, because he had to he had to move on to the musical score, man. Because apparently he's the artist and musician and chief in charge of gameplay. And what else? We had him do a lot of stuff. Yeah, but so uh, my music notes, uh, <laughs> my um, my notes in my my notes about music notes are uh, really a parallel to how I felt about the visuals because. The audio in this game is rock solid 90s Genesis. Like it's grungy and everything sounds like electric guitar and like, um, oh God, what do you, uh, what do you call that? The music that sounds like it's being made with like factory equipment where it's like industrial, right? Like everything just sounds like industrial and gritty and like a lot of rock guitar and I mean, I have a lot of nostalgia goggles for that kind of or nostalgia headphones for that kind of music, right? Like I, I think I might appreciate it anyway at this age, but I definitely know that I remember it fondly, right? And it it takes me back to that time. Uh, that being said, all of the music I think like knocks it out of the park, right? Like, and and someone could say like, yeah, I don't really love these tunes, and that's fine. But I think the music is executed on very well. But just like they screw screwed up the way Sonic looks. They were like, well, we might as well make him sound wrong. So (laughs) (laughs) when you, uh, there are two sound effects that I would say Sonic is known for because he doesn't speak in any of the early games, right? He has the spin dash noise. Well, three, there's the jump, right? The spin Mm -hmm. dash noise. And then the very distinctive Sonic stopping noise, right? Like mm-hmm. Sonic grinding to a halt so that he can reverse direction or so he doesn't go careening off a cliff or whatever is like, it's a really important part of what makes Sonic Sonic, right? It's like if you saw Mario and he had like a thick German accent, <laughs> right? You would just be like, yeah. this person has a lovely speaking voice, but that's not what Mario is supposed to sound like, right? Well, it's kind of like the uh, the Kevin Smith version of Superman, where like the guy said, "I don't want him to wear a cape, and I don't want him to be able to fly." Yeah. And it's like, are we are we still talking about Superman? Because that's that's some pretty iconic stuff that you're cutting out. I mean, like, yeah, you could still make a Superman film, but it's you're if you took away that and plus like you know fight and and also I want him to kill people. It's like okay, now we're now it's just 
random super powered alien. Yeah. Yeah. It's just there there are are certain things that I, I think can be expanded upon, can be um played with and uh modified in ways that it's still obviously like you can trace its lineage back to however it sounded at first or however it sounded when it became iconic. Uh, this is not that. These are sound <laughs> effects made by someone who has never heard what it sounded like in other Sonic games because the the jump is okay. That one is the least offensive, but the stopping noise sounds like tire rubber like it it sounds like the way you would expect a driving game to make the sound of slamming on your brakes and the tires on the asphalt that is not what sonic sounds like when he stops quickly the sound he make doesn't sound realistic at all it's like a ludicrous i, I couldn't even imitate it with my face mouth if i wanted to it's like it's it's a cartoony sound. It's not cartoony tire screeching. It is a cartoon noise. Why do his shoes make that noise? I have no idea, but that is the sound they make. And what the sound that he makes in Sonic Spinball is just not even it's not even attempting to emulate that. So it's not like it ain't it ain't, it ain't in the same ballpark. It ain't even in, in the, the same, same sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bummer. <laughs> uh, the spin dash is the same because uh, actually, for the opposite reason, which infuriates me now that I think about it, because the spin dash in real Sonic games sounds like a um, uh, what would you, would you call it like a flywheel, like something you you like pull a string, like the way you start a yeah, lawnmower. That, that that'd be pretty close. Yeah, so it, it's it has like a very like buzz saw like zzz, you know when you like charge mm-hmm. up the the spin dash. The spin dash in Sonic Spinball makes a cartoony like boop noise. And it's like, you know what it is? Somebody left a post-it note on Al's desk and they were like, one of the sound effects is cartoony and the other one is kind of realistic. And he had a (laughs) 50-50 shot and he just guessed wrong. Well, yeah. Either that or like, like maybe he was like Beethoven and he was like actually deaf, you know, (laughs) but like. But but he was just so good at like composing all of this music and stuff that they were like, oh, that's no, that is what it is because the music's so fun and catchy and good, you know. But he's like deaf. But then they they were like, okay, now we need you to do sound effects. And he's like, I ha- I, I literally don't know what this sounds yeah. like. So, whoop, yeah, mu- yeah, music is math. I can do the math. <laughs> <laughs> so so, but I mean, and and to Al's credit, I think that for you know somebody who's who's deaf, I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, but, um, in light of this new information about this fictional person we've made up, um, yeah. I, I retract my my earlier criticisms out of respect for his family. It was really tragic the I way mean, he died. It, it it is it is. I mean, like, I, and also too, I think that he did a great job with the uh, the visuals as well, considering the fact he did it all through Braille because he was he was blind as well. You know, but did he play a mean spinball? <laughs> Hard to say. Hard to say. Um. I, um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, uh, all this is true. Um, uh, yeah, so one of the things that um, that I did say that to, on a on a positive note on the uh, the audio is that um, I felt that they did a good job giving an audio cue at least in level one when you're standing in between the bumpers and that dragon going going eat you. Oh yeah, the um, the the you're about to drown, you know, metaphor music. Yeah, yeah where all of a sudden it was like. 
like uh you know like that that intense you know kind of a uh, thing like i felt that you know that was pretty nice because if it was just the visual of the dragon like popping out you know like it may be my reaction time may have been slow enough that I would have just gotten like straight up got the first time. Oh, yeah. But like the fact that all of a sudden it's like, no, I was like, what What the, I, I was just immediately like, Oh God, get, 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 get away from that. And then you see like the dragon, like pop up and miss you. And you're like, Oh, all right. All right. I can, I can get on board with that. So I did feel that they did a good job at least there. And I feel like in a couple of other places, kind of letting you alerting you to things that are about to happen through like intensive music. Um, and yeah, you know, like I said, like the music is very catchy, but yeah, the sound effects are, I don't know, like they, they, they feel again, just kind of like the, the animation for Sonic, they feel to, to, to me, they felt like uncanny, you know, where I'm like, something so, about this feels off. So I felt like the Sonic sound effects felt really bad, right? For all the many reasons I just enumerated, but the world sound effects I noticed uh, because the the visual theming in the four levels is completely different, right? There's nothing in common, just like you would kind of expect in like a platformer, right? Where each world has nothing in common with the world you just came from. Um, in fact, mm-hmm. in was it in Sonic 3 that they actually, like the first 20 feet of the level, you could see it bleeding into the theme for the next level? Ooh. Maybe that was Sonic I and Knuckles. I don't remember. I do remember that. I don't remember which game it yeah. was. The main thing I remember from, from Sonic 3 was it was when they gave Tails, allowed Tails to go from mildly annoying to like truly devastatingly detrimental if you wanted to be. Oh, yeah. No, because you, know? you could grab Sonic out of the air and then drop him in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where all of a sudden, like, I, like Sonic could very easily become a versus game instead of a co-op. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, it never, it honestly never occurred to me before that Sonic Spinball doesn't have like any downloadable characters or game genie characters or anything, but man, this game would have been way easier as tails. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if, if you've seen it, but it, like, I love that dorkly cartoon where it's like tails is immortal, you know? Oh yes. He, like, so he yeah. outlives everyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, I mean like, no tail tails would have rocked us. I mean, it also would have been nice to like, be knuckles and be able to just like fly around you know like just or glide or whatever whatever he did yeah that was weird knuckles was weird anyway the thing that i want to say about sound effects is uh because the visual theming is so different uh one might expect that there would also be some differences in the sound effects and they're super are not um there certain like gameplay elements in terms of the world are unique because there's like, oh, this thing, like, if it catches you, it holds you for a second, and then it shoots you out, and that mechanic is only in that level, so that sound is only in that level. But switches, buttons, uh, things like generic things that give you points, things that if you hit them more than one time, they will eventually break open, and you probably need to do that on purpose. All of that information was very consistently delivered through audio, and in a way that was appreciated because the visuals are often completely unhelpful. Um, you either miss them or the frame rate has dropped a crap or the screen is 
bopping you around so fast that literally you just didn't see the animation. And so the fact that like if you hit something and it exploded, it makes a very distinct exploding noise. And it doesn't matter if that thing is made out of wood or metal or diamondilium or if it's a robot chicken, like everything makes the same exploding noise when it explodes and everything like every button makes the same button noise. Even if it looks completely different, every lever makes the same like little levery noise. And that actually, I think that's pretty good game design for like a platformer in general, but I feel like how incredibly strict they were about it, even when the sound effect 100% clashed with the visual, I think that was something they decided to keep truer to a real pinball game, right? Like bumpers in pinball always make the bumper noise and bells always make the bell noise. If the bell is painted to look like a little tree or if it looks like a Terminator, it still makes the little bell noise, right? And and I felt like that actually helped me navigate the world pretty substantially. Not not only does it does it help you navigate the world well, but I think that it also services the the aesthetic because I think that I, one thing I think this game did very visually, I mean on all fronts, is it did a good job straddling the line between not just being like we said before a Terminator arcade pinball game where it's you know whatever, but also to where it doesn't feel like bizarre that you know. Like, how come I'm just controlling bumpers and then sometimes Sonic? Like, this doesn't make any sense, you know? So so the fact that they kept that also, I think, comes back to the aesthetic of, like, remember, this is a pinball game. So, you know, you're hitting a bumper. It's going to make a bumper noise. It always makes the bumper noise, you know? So you're like, yeah, because I'm playing pinball and Sonic a little bit. So I, I felt that, that it kind of tied into that well as well. But that is actually all everything I have for audio i don't know if you have anything else no and and this is actually as good a segue as any into uh, controls and mechanics because uh, my first note for visuals was this is not how sonic looks and my first note for <laughs> audio is this is not how sonic sounds and my first note for controls is you guessed it this is not how sonic moves like he when he's on foot which granted is very seldom he spends the vast majority of his time not on foot um but when he is on foot he is so unbelievably sluggish he is so awkward his th- the animations have too many frames in them so everything he does feels like all molassesy he like mm-hmm. takes a really long time to get moving his jump has this like long, deep, awkward wind up. Like he's never bent his knees before. Like it's, it's thank God there is no like large platforming sections where you're not in the, the pinball aesthetic because that is not how Sonic moves. And it, it feels terrible. Like it is actively uncomfortable to move him in those very small platforming sections. Yes, agreed. And also, too, I think that it's it it juxtaposes poorly with the speed of the rest of the game, because when you are Sonic as as spinball, right, like you're firing around the world at a bajillion <laughs> miles an hour, you know, and like then all of a sudden, like I would get to, you know, the, the a platforming part and I'd push right and it'd just be like, all right. I, I was like, did, 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 did Sonic because what I think happened, honestly, is that sonic moved so quickly that like time dilated <laughs> but because it's a video game it was like inversely so sonic actually aged faster than the rest of us and so he became you know like 
like older, and so thus that that fell apart on me. That that entire thing so, got away from so, me. But so anyway, instead, so the moral of, of the story in, instead of got to go fast, it's had to have gone fast. Had, had to have gone fast in one of the many universes I have, I have <laughs> lived in. I can see through time, but uh, so yeah. So I mean, like it, it just it was just so bizarre and so i think that i could have dealt with the sluggishness if it wasn't immediately juxtaposed by him actually moving very very quickly through the pinball stage it just really really highlighted that and speaking of speed did you know you could change the speed and the options that sounds like a switch thing because i feel like i specifically opened the options for this game and then was like oh there's there aren't any Hmm. So, but I mean, please say more about this. Well, I mean, so, and, and it wouldn't surprise me, and this is definitely something that we can do research on, but we won't. Um, <laughs> is I remember going in into the options because I, I, that's something that I will forget to do from time to time is like actually go into the options and be like, what, what, what can be done? And I remember seeing like, you know, you can alter the speed. And I didn't think around with it too much because, you know, I didn't want to, I wanted to play like the, <laughs> the, actual game but i i enjoyed that because i thought it was very similar to like celeste's accessible accessibility options mm. you know where it's just kind of like all right you know if this is moving too quickly for you we can slow it down you know because there were definitely some times where sonic was moving so fast that like i'd hammer the bumper just because i was like panicked you know so i could definitely see somebody who you know had any sort of like motor control issues or somebody whose game literacy is just straight up lower or twitch reflexes or whatever they're like hey i really want to play this game but it is just moving way too fast that being able it's just a a very easy dial that you can turn down to kind of make it more accessible so i appreciate it and that's something because in in most ways this does play more like pinball than like a platformer, right? Like it, it straddles the line, but I would say it's like 65 pinball mechanics, right? Where the world behaves the way a pinball machine would behave. And uh, you can't make a real pinball machine take it easy, right? So that's, that's right. something that's like a nice advantage um, for them to be able to say like, well, if you like the concept of pinball and you either suck at it or you have some kind of you know disability or um, you just always dreamed of a chill pinball experience, then like you can you know dial the the speed down a little. Um, I wonder if that was either like technologically infeasible or if it just didn't occur to them when they were making the original game because. I probably would have helped that frame rate out a lot. <laughs> well, that's the thing is where I don't think it would be like a technological thing. I feel like it'd be pretty easy to say, make the game run slower, making the game run faster. Probably not. Well, but if, but, if you're uh, going to make the game run slower, then you really can't drop frames, right? So if the game would have been operating slower, but still dropping the same number of frames, it would just, it would feel like it was broken because you just wouldn't appear to be moving. And then all of a sudden you would mm-hmm. jump to another spot on the screen when things are moving incredibly obscenely fast. Then if it takes three frames for him to cover the entire length of the screen or the entire length of the level, you're just like, wow, I was going so fast. But if he takes three frames for him to cover, cover the length of the level, but that takes 15 seconds. You're like, this is not fast. <laughs> I has had not but, uh, had to gone fast. <laughs> so, um, so just because I want to really make sure that we touch on it, uh, you want to, uh, you want to talk about the cycle, the cycle time. 
Well, now you've got me curious, like what other crazy stuff they changed in the remake. So <laughs> I, I thought, I mean, I, what, when I recommended you go this route to getting, uh, you know, a few extra classic games into your library, it genuinely did not occur to me that they would have changed anything because I assumed that they took the lazy route of downloading an emulator off somebody's website <laughs> and then just throwing it onto a Nintendo Switch cartridge and being like, $20, please. So the fact that there are is this one difference now makes me curious about all the differences. I mean, I can't... I mean, like, obviously, I, you know, we could just keep talking and try to figure it out. The only other thing that I think... I can't remember whether or not this was in the original, but uh, the rocket launcher? Was that... Uh... Oh, yeah, no. It's because T- Tails tries to come to your aid and you shoot him with the mm-hmm. rocket launcher. And it's very sad. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it is. And, but I mean, like, you know, they, they, they give Miles a good, a good send off. <laughs> so, uh, you know, because I mean, I'll tell you what, they, they, they were picking him up for Miles after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, in, in the OG, you have uh, three balls. And none continues. So if three of your balls drop, right? If you, if, if there's three descended balls, watching you try to keep yourself together right now is maybe, (laughs) maybe my favorite thing we've ever done on the show. (laughs) I am trying so hard to not be a freaking five-year-old here. (laughs) Yeah. So if all, if all three balls descend, then uh-huh. <laughs> then you're you're done. You have to start over as in from the yeah. beginning of the game and you can Correct. uh get extra balls I think with like 20 million points like it's it's a lot, right? It's it's very in the spirit of a pinball game that is trying to eat your quarters. They're not generous yes. with hey, keep playing this game. Yeah, cuz I remember, you know, I got I finally beat the dumb scorpion Robotnik thing, and then Dude, you know. I'm sorry, this just didn't come up in sound effects. The noise that that thing makes when you hit it, the blood curdling. It makes you question the existence of a loving God. It makes me positive there couldn't be one, right? Because because that noise ate him. <laughs> it's <laughs> like man, and that that is a genesis sound effect. No Nintendo game has ever had a sound effect like that. Like only Sega has the three balls to put that like mm-hmm. heart shattering mind altering scream into a game and just expect you to deal it is with that it. one. Oh yeah. It's that one extra ball that allows them to do what Nintendo, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, now the cycle time is it, it. Cause I mean, that's the thing is it's, it's like, it's, it is like a pinball game in the sense that it has that, that difficulty it has, you know, all this, all all of that other sort of, you know, accoutrement that go with a uh, a pinball game. Except for the fact that with a pinball game, you're just playing for a high score. You know, in this one, there's some semblance of like plot and level design, and and I get that it's. I mean, like Sonic did, OG Sonic did like similar things where you know, like when you lost your three lives, you got kicked all the way back to the beginning. But it was way easier to get extra lives. And also, too, the stages themselves were not as, like, bananas difficult, you know? So I got real frustrated when I finally got past, you know, (laughs) faith-diminishing, screaming, you know, (laughs) scorpion botnik, you know? And and, and then, like, got to the next level and then just did something dumb and died, you know? Like, just 
dumb mistake wouldn't have made it again yeah, de- and de- it was like death right. comes for you easily it's not like yeah it's not like that you only have three three lives but then the game is like oh well we're gonna put bumpers on everything so that you can't roll a strike or you can't roll a, a gutter ball it's like no you only have three lives and also death is constantly looming over you as you know breathing down your neck it's it's not that they weren't going for easy no, I mean it's it's like if it it's like instead of at a bowling alley where you just bowl and if you fail a couple times they put the they give you the superstar that lets you fly through the level and they put the bumpers up. <laughs> it's more like every time you roll a gutter ball, like you you hear you know death like like load one bullet into the chamber, <laughs> you know, and then like and you just kind of like turn around and it's like try again. I'm here for you, buddy. I got your back, and it's like that's what I'm afraid of, <laughs> you know. So. So yeah, so and, and that was the thing. It's because, and I, we we mentioned this in the in the pre-show, um, which is that you can tell you're getting older when you know your fear of missing out just like drops, yeah, drops into the bucket, right? Yeah, yeah. For me, like I've noticed, that I've started getting older because I don't rage quit. I apathy quit games now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like because this was a hard apathy quit where I like like I just fell off the thing. It was like all right, back to the beginning. I'm like. I don't care <laughs> at all about any of it. And I just like, I think I just like, I think I just literally put my switch down to just go get a snack and then come back to it and then just did anything else, you know, like, and I came back, I was like, Oh, the switch turned off. I should probably charge it. And then I just didn't come back to it, you know? And I was like, I, I've got enough notes. This will be fine. Yeah, but, yeah. I think I get it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's that's the thing. So so that and that's one of the issues. I mean, you know, I mean, cycle times can definitely cause rage quits and all this sort of time. But that type of thing where like death comes really, really easy. It kicks you all the way back to the beginning. Um, and the the gameplay itself can be frustrating because, you know, unlike with Sonic, where, you know, you just got to go fast and you can go through the thing is the nuance with which you, the bumpers work is very similar to pinball. But it, I mean, like, literally, I remember at one point I was hammering myself up against a wall like. 15 times and then finally got through so the skill level that you have to have in order to progress and get back to where you were even relatively quickly is absurd so you know i was just kind of like the, the, the cycle time to me was just wildly unacceptable well, and so there you you've spawned two thoughts i want to share with you there that are totally unrelated um not only is the cycle time really brutal but within a level there's a starting point for the level, right? Like where you launch from, so to speak, right? Just like you would in a real pinball cabinet. But uh, if you've opened a door or you've lowered a bridge or you've whatevered a whatever, all of that gets undone unless you have touched a Chaos Emerald. The Chaos Emeralds function as the checkpoints and a really generous thing. Which they, they don't tell you. What's that? Which they don't tell you. No, which they do not tell you at all. And uh, something they could have done that might have been like a little generous is, oh, touching a Chaos Emerald, not only is it a checkpoint, but you get an extra ball. Like, right? Because then that way, if you die, you start not only with that Chaos Emerald already collected, but you aren't you know, positive feedback looped into being that much more likely to fail, right? So it's, it'd just be like 
a little bit of a nod to, you know, we actually would appreciate it if you saw the end of this game we had Al make in a single weekend without ever seeing Sonic or, or hearing no. Sonic. And that, and that's the thing, too, is that, like, the, the you know, because, I mean, again, this is where I feel that they fell flat because they, uh, it, it's just kind of like with Battle Chess where, you know, they said, like, oh, well, we'll just make chess with animations. And it's like, yeah, you need to do more if you're porting a game over um, or you're, you're doing a game like this where they're like, oh, we'll make, you know, spin, you know, spin sonic but spinball and so yeah but you can't have your hands like like grabbing at the ball so hard that i feel the need to turn my head and cough like (laughs) you know you need to just you know like like give me a little bit so i can actually get through this game you know i actually just did that whole thing so that way i could make that turn your head no that's good i mean it was bound to happen after all the setting up i did before anyway um yeah the other thing that you made me think of a minute ago was uh, something they don't they don't go out of their way to communicate to you. I guess the fact that the first thing you do when you start the game is you have to physically walk the way Sonic would normally physically walk and like jump into where the, the flippers are and start getting bumped around. Uh, I, I suspect that that action is trying to communicate to you you can still control your trajectory in midair the way Sonic does. Uh, make sure you understand that fact because it's going to matter a lot later, right? Like there are shots that are, you can either make an unbelievably, you know, precisely timed, precisely angled, precisely, you know, momentumed uh, flipper bump where it sends you up and you, bounce off this thing, they bounce off that other thing, and then you grab onto the ledge, and you're like, ha-ha, I made it. Or you can make an okay-timed flipper bump and hold right or left, right? And, and like, steer yourself mm-hmm. a fair amount, especially over distance. You can steer yourself a lot. And if you are oh, yeah. bouncing, because there's a lot of times where, like, just like in a real pinball cabinet where – you are bouncing wildly between the barriers like the wall or the ceiling and some item that will eventually explode if you hit it enough times, right? Um, Knowing that you can control your trajectory a little bit is the difference between, oh, I hit it once or twice and now I have to do another precision flipper shot to get back up there and hitting it a thousand times and blowing it up in one go, right? Yes. this control really, really matters. Like this is absolutely integral to the difference between the game being like hard, but you feeling like you have agency and it truly feeling like gambling where you're just like, I am just the victim of the frame rate when I happen to hit the flipper button and maybe I'll live and progress and get a chaos emerald or maybe i'll get eaten by a dragon like it, it's just knowing that you can do those tiny little course corrections in midair matters so much yes no it's it, it is a hundred percent necessary and i'm glad you brought it up because i was absolutely one of my notes um and you know so i mean obviously you shouldn't be able to do that uh the same way that you shouldn't be able to arrest momentum at any point when you're <laughs> in midair <coughs> but uh but that being said, is that uh, I think it is absolutely because the game would be intolerable otherwise, you know, especially if, you know, when if when you like hit yourself like into an area and you're like slowly kind of like bouncing 
down saying if you didn't have anything to do if you were just sitting there watching it like pinball. you would lose your mind <laughs> and also one of the things that um it did do that i found myself doing is it it i don't know whether this was nostalgia or what have you but like is it made it when when i'd be like bouncing and like trying to eke myself like in the right direction i would totally like lean yeah. you know like we we're like on come on and so that actually i felt like added to some tension as well because if if th- that wasn't there you would just be like okay well the bullets left the gun i'm i'm out you know but like this way you you're still even when it's not just touching the bumper you know so i i agree with you entirely that feeling like you are playing the game oh basically always as opposed to just when sonic comes into contact with the the flippers um i think is important to video games in general like you you shouldn't feel like you're on rails and you have nothing to do with the outcome and you're just like oh i like you said you know the bullet has left the gun and now whatever happens happens right like that's not to me at least that's not a good video game experience that's a movie experience like i chose to watch this movie and now whatever happens happens right so so sorry (laughs) i i I just i have to share this with you i was talking to one of our mutual friends recently and uh and we were talking because you know obviously we do this thing and we were talking about final fantasy 10 (laughs) and whether or not the graphics held up with the visuals held up i was like i'd have to go back and double check if i feel like it would you know like i i feel like in my mind you know and she said uh well, she's like, the cutscenes definitely hold up. The in-between parts might not. And I was like, the in-between parts, the game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, so, so I just, I really wanted to share that story. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the cutscenes are great. The in-between parts aren't so much. It's like that's, it, it's just a movie. So to speak back to, yes, you know, if it's didn't mean to cut you off, but like, yeah, it is. If it's just like you fire it. And if it's a fire and forget, then the bulk of the game is movie. Well, you know? and I mean, that is the the reason you made me think of this is because that is how a real pinball machine works, except that one of the things you can do with a real pinball machine is hit it. Yeah. Right. And like to the point where they eventually had to incorporate sensors into the pinball machine. It's I think they're tilt sensors. Right. Because people would literally physically lean the machine over as a way of cheating. And I think the fact that Sonic has some autonomy and agency and can like move in the world a little one that allowed them the freedom to have a level design where you need to move for the levels to be like mostly you know, winnable, but two, it does actually in a weird, weird, weird way that I've never thought about before now, uh, make it slightly truer to a physical pinball machine, right? Because a, a virtual pinball machine would have to give you like a tilt button, which wouldn't Mm -hmm. give you that, like trying to finesse it. Like, ah, just, just a little bit, just little bit more right like but the fact that you can arrest sonic's momentum just slightly in midair or like you can make him trudge slowly across the map for the few parts you have to platform through like somehow that weirdly feels more true to a a real physical meat space pinball machine which is an odd realization i'm having (laughs) yeah no absolutely um and that's kind of all i had for a uh, gameplay i've got a couple of other minor things but i wasn't sure if you wanted to 
if you had anything other me anything else meaty in that uh gameplay mechanics bag now the the only other thing i wanted to mention is uh just because i i, I knew because we you know like you said we were talking in the pre-show like i knew you, you kind of flamed out at a, some point you were just like yep i just didn't come anywhere close to beating it right and i mean the game's super short like it's four levels but first off the last level is absurdly long and it's hard right like the game is just it's it's a fairly hard fair super unforgiving fairly hard super unforgiving game and uh i wanted to reassure you that the ending is so unspectacular as to be completely forgettable <laughs> like even by sonic game standards the game basically just stops like and nice. and then you go to the same screen you see when you die, which is just like, you know, where you are in the top scoring chart. So that there is like two seconds of animation where like son the, the ship blows up, the real robotnik is falling, Sonic is falling, Sonic gets caught by tails on the plane, Robotnik falls. Credits. Right? Like it's I mean it's it's super I know the game doesn't have much of a story. I know Sonic games in general don't have stories, but this felt unspectacular even by those standards. Like even amongst it, there was no joy in the ending. Not really. I mean, the the last boss is actually a fairly interesting fight. So the the mechanics of triumphing over the boss is pretty good, but the the story conclusion, such that it is, is there. It would probably be better if it wasn't even there. If it was just like yeah. Boom, explosion, final score, right? Like, Yeah, man, you, you don't even get, get a cake baked for you. you no know? cakes at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so basically, if you were told there was a cake, then the cake would, in fact, be a lie. But uh, so, so in that case, in your mind, uh, did it hold up? So I have to give this a firm, well-lubricated, nicely-chained nostalgia monocle because... All of the things I didn't like about this game when I was a kid, uh, they're still there. And I'm now aware of new things, right, <laughs> that I didn't understand when I was a kid that that detract from the experience in some ways. But overall, it, even as frustrating as it is, and even though it took me way more effort than I would like to admit to actually get all the way through, because I was like, I know I've beaten this game before. I want to beat it on this playthrough, right? So like, I did actually just bang my head against it until I beat it, um, and it it probably took twenty sessions, right? Like way more time than I would have liked to have committed to it, to be honest. But uh, the game itself is actually pretty enjoyable if they if you just had like unlimited lives or if there was a continue system of some kind like you can always continue at the same level but you know you don't keep any chaos emeralds you'd collected like something that just was like inviting you to keep playing instead of punishing you for having the hubris to keep playing like <laughs> that, that's that is what would move it into uh you know maybe no nostalgia goggles territory and then for me having played it on original hardware and now having spoken to you uh if you are going to play this game please for the love of god <laughs> play it on a playstation or pc or switch some modern re-release of a bunch of classic genesis games because um the frame rate issue is very real and it sucks a lot of the joy out of it. Not the fun, but the joy. Like watching right. this beautiful artwork grind to a halt and Sonic be halfway clipped through a wall because the collision hasn't been detected yet. Just 
sucks a lot of the joy out of it. And that just like the whole time I was playing it, I was just like, I wish I didn't know that this was a thing it shouldn't be doing because once that glass shatters, like you can't unsee it. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with my nostalgia monocle, but I'm like, I feel like it it could do more. Yeah. No, I, I would also give it a nostalgia monocle for like kind of different, reasons similar but different reasons which is uh to say that i mean the issue that i have is that i don't really care for pinball games personally i find like <laughs> pinball game not a windows be... 95 pinball game kid oh I, I i mean i played the hell out of that but i had a sheer <laughs> lack of anything else to do i mean it was either that or homework and i mean god knows i wasn't gonna do that like like what are we animals <laughs> but uh i mean i always did homework and then after doing shots of chocolate milk and uh going to bed at a reasonable hour i feel like the um, the shots in that is what gives away that you're lying right like if someone <laughs> just said like no i always did all my homework then drank a glass of chocolate milk before going to bed at a reasonable hour but i love that it's shots of chocolate milk because someone would only say that if they knew the kinds of things you normally took shots of it's a very clever way of revealing to the audience like I am also aware that this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, no, it's true. But uh, no, so so I'm not a huge fan of pinball games. But uh, so by extension, I'm not a huge fan of this game. But that being said, is I do think that if you're looking for, if you do kind of enjoy pinball games and you're like, eh, but I want a, a fun twist on it. I think this game really kind of accomplishes that. Like the visuals are fun and interesting. The mechanics work generally well the the cycle time is soul crushing but you know i mean it's soul crushing on pinball and especially if you kind of go into it i would say that this game is is great for if you plan on playing a game for like 20 minutes 20 to 45 minutes because you can go in and and just make peace with the fact that you are only going to ever see level one that's just (laughs) that's the game for you you know and that's okay because if you like pinball, then, you know, you're used to playing one pinball machine, you know, so you go in and you play that one pinball machine. I mean, so overall, I definitely think that uh, I would give it a firm nostalgia monocle. It would be unfortunate for anybody just playing that one level because then they wouldn't see all of the extra work that Al put into it. But I mean, I think that ultimately it was a passion project for him because that deaf, dumb and blind Al sure plays a mean pinball. The curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll, then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress down the hall to your bed, a few great events leak back into your head from the time that you spent traversing the land battling evil fighting the darkness just sword in hand your memories creeping with the edge of a smile you realize again what you lost for a while you're gonna think back on how you saved the day Then on all the experience days At the end of it all Gamers play what we play 
Nicely done. Thank you.